Hey, everybody. My name is LHG. And no, you normally don't see me on Wednesday, but I'm doing an impromptu show because I did a Facebook post that simply said I am officially overwhelmed. I don't know what tonight's show is going to look like, sound like, but we're going to unpack what it means to be overwhelmed what, and unpeel. How did we get there? What pushes us over the edge or gets us close to the edge? I want to play a song for you. I do not own the rights to the music. So let's listen to the song together. Let it minister to you. And welcome to Critical Conversations. Let's get it going.
starting to show the way I normally do because I've never done a pop-up show, but I felt the need to come and talk about uh, what I've been feeling on the last day of May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. And really our mental health should be at the forefront and center of our minds every month, every day. Uh, because I don't know if you noticed, many of us are struggling in the area of mental health. And let me be very clear. Because many of us are, are, we tend to be a little narrow-minded because we feel as though mental health means, or the lack of mental health means you're walking around talking to yourself, swatting invisible flies, having 100% total arguments with just you. And I've seen people with those types of symptoms, but many of us are functionally dysfunctional. Yes. We're working, we have relationships, we're in marriages, we're doing all these things while we are dealing with mental health issues. And back in my day, when I was growing up in the 80s and the 90s, you never heard uh, about self-care, self-love, or dealing with mental health. There's so many people that I know and have seen that I can look back in hindsight and say, yes, I am sure that family member, that friend, that person struggled with the area of mental health. But because of the religious spirit that many of us deal with, uh, oh, don't claim that. Oh, you don't need to go to a therapist. Just pray, just pray. And and I believe in the power of prayer for real, for real. Um However, in this human experience, what I know to be true is that there is a combination of things that we need to do to protect and preserve our our mental capacity and and our peace. And it includes Jesus and therapy. Y'all heard me say that Jesus plus therapy, biggie size, because many people have gone to their graves because they haven't dealt with mental health issues. And at this point in my life, at 48, I don't care what y'all think of me. Listen, you're going to get sick of me talking about mental health. I don't care. When God gave me this platform and told me to start talking about things that people don't want to talk about, to free myself for one and help free other people, baby, I can't worry about what you think about me. My freedom is the utmost of importance to me. Um, being able to forgive, being able to move forward in life. When you're overwhelmed, you're stuck. 
in a vortex of God, where am I? Hi, Sinette Day. Hey, sis. Thank you for coming on in here, girl. I'm popping on up impromptu today. When I made that post, y'all, when I said I'm officially overwhelmed, the reason why I said that is because in our Christian community, our religious minds, we never want to say those words. Why would you claim being overwhelmed? Why would you say that outside? Why would you put that in the atmosphere? Stop being spooky spiritual. I said what I said. I'm officially overwhelmed. And it's okay to not be okay. I'm not pitching a tent in this thing. Listen to me and hear me clearly. I'm not pitching my tent in misery. But I have to acknowledge my reality. I say it again. I'm not going to pitch my tent in misery. However, I must acknowledge my reality. Today was a lot. And I think the more we openly say those words, and in the words of Kayo Shonda and Pastor Kelly Williams, it's been a lot, but God is more. And sometimes your confession of truth is what starts the wheels of healing to turn. I openly express in a very honest place, I'm officially overwhelmed. I don't plan to stay here very long, okay? I don't plan to, to, to park my car and get a room for two days in the city of overwhelmness, if that's a word. But when I say I'm feeling that way, I'm the emotional intelligence is saying, sit in that for a minute and let's talk about what got you here, LHG. This is what, what therapists do. They tell you it's okay to not be okay, but let's talk about what led up to the anxiety what led up to the depression? Maybe we ought to start journaling again, ladies and gentlemen of the universe and other planets. If y'all listening in Mars, Pluto, and Jupiter, maybe we ought to start writing out some things. If you're not much of a talker and you want to write in your journal, then maybe that's an outlet for you. But if you do have a sister friend, a male friend, a whoever kind of friend that you can confide in, call them up. Call them up. Because the more we internalize anxiety, internalize depression, internalize post-traumatic stress disorder, it leads to physical ailments. It could lead to suicidal thoughts, homicidal thoughts. Put a bookmark right there. We get stuck on suicide. And no, we don't want anyone to take their own life. But we got to pray against the homicidal thoughts too. Because some folks walk up in schools and churches and movie theaters and take everybody else out but themselves. Okay? If we're going to call a spade a spade, then let's do it. Homicidal thoughts and suicidal thoughts, those are demonic forces that don't come from God. Okay? So I just wanted to talk. I don't do pop-ups. I, I, this is my first one. But I felt the unction to function. So that says, why do we find it hard to ask for help and run to meds that make it worse sometimes? Excellent question. Excellent question. And I'll give you a little story since you brought that up. And that's a good segue. I'm not against medication. I'm not anti-medication, but I'm pro-discussion. I'm pro-getting to the root. Because when, when we are dealing with mental health issues, 
we really should not just see the psychiatrist who gives the meds, but a therapist who can talk about why you need medication. We don't want to be taking medication forever. I know I don't. And I do take it. I, will, I, I don't have a reason to hide. I take anxiety medication when I'm when I need to. It says every day, twice a day. But I'll be honest, I've been trying to do things that relieve the anxiety so I don't have to take the medication every day. But I will tell you, if you have a prescription from your doctor that says you need it, I suggest you take it. Yes, Patricia Gray, sister. Yes, we do need the medications and we need the therapist. It's a combination. And so that, that's a good point because I don't want to be on medication forever. But my reality is on May 31st, 2023, those medications keep me calm. But, but I have been doing things. Here's the, here's the thing. There's actions that we can take to to try to diminish the anxiety. And some of them are so practical, like breathing exercises. My therapist taught me how to do what's called box breathing. Y'all Google it and YouTube it. Taking in a deep breath, holding it for a count of four. Breathing it back out through your nose and holding it for a count of four. And doing it four times. That's why they call it a box. It's four times. The breathing, the, the deep breathing and going deep down in your diaphragm, that began to help me relieve stress and anxiety. Many times our breathing is just too shallow. When we get stressed out, what happened? <gasps> who, who, I'm stressed. Our breath gets taken away. Stress takes your breath away sometimes, y'all. So many times there's some practical things you can do. I am not saying don't take your medication. Some of us need those mood stabilizers so we can get to the healing. However, I do not plan on staying on medication forever. What I am doing is doing things that bring me joy. Oh, by the way, I got on red today is the reason why I got on red today. Have you all seen the wellness wheel? Let me share this. Let me share this. I use this on a couple of platforms that I'm involved in. And since it's Wednesday, I want to show you this wellness wheel. Let's see if we can find it. Hold on, y'all. I'm trying to get back to the wellness wheel. Where did it go? Wednesday wellness wheel. There we are. Did I lose it, y'all? Hold on, y'all. On the wellness wheel, the Wednesday wellness wheel, coping with stress is something that needs to be discussed and it is represented by red. There we go. Okay, I hope y'all can see that. If you take a look at this red area right here, this is what I'm talking about today. We're going to go around this wheel together and I may do this every Wednesday. Coping with stress, okay? So in our, in our human experience, we have to find some human ways and some spiritual ways to cope with stress. How do you cope with stress? Put it in the comments. Or if you have not been able to cope with it, put that in the comments. Be honest. One thing I know for sure when it comes to anxiety for me. There are certain smells. I have Bath and Body Works, eucalyptus, and mint 
stress relief spray. It helps me, okay? My medication helps me. Music helps me. Conversation helps me. That's why I came on impromptu today. Come on. I, okay, the answers is coming in, y'all. They're coming in. Patricia Gray says, rest, prayer, self-care, self-care, self-care. That is an excellent way to cope with stress. Many times when we're overwhelmed, we haven't slept good. We haven't rested well. We haven't been praying enough. And I'm not saying prayer alone can cure everything. I know if God wanted to, he could. But because he placed us on earth, I think he gave us wisdom to utilize the medical professionals he gave us. Come on saying no. Let's go there. Let's go there, Patricia. Many of y'all, us, are stressed out because we don't know how to say no. We are the strong ones that people tend to lean on. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be that. Every family has at least one person. I can name the one in our family because it ain't me. You know, it's me in our my small immediate family, but to my other family, it's somebody else. But Every family has one or two people that we tend to lean on for everything. The matriarch, the patriarch, a cousin, someone that has a lot of good sense, business savvy, and just all around is a go-to, a dependable person. But even that person gets tired. My sis says, removing people and situations that are not helpful. So if we, if we don't want to be on medication forever, all right? There are some things that we need to do for ourselves to ensure our peace. Sinead, that lavender is amazing. When you get lavender stuff that you bathe in or a can, a, I'm going to say calendar, a candle, cocoa butter items. I didn't think about that, Sinead. I didn't. That's a good idea too. You have to find the coping mechanisms that are going to work for you. But don't lean to the things that make matters worse. Some people's coping mechanisms are alcohol abuse, um, drug abuse. Those are negative coping mechanisms. We need the positive ones. Yes, sister, Patricia, that lavender is legit. Lavender, eucalyptus, mint, there are certain essential oils. Shout out to my sister. I want to pronounce her name right. Nikolai, that sells um, essential oils. And I'll put her information in the chat. Um, certain peppermint, certain smells invoke peace um, to the brain. And I talked last night during girl chat. Yes, Nikai. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. That's our sister from our, our network. I'm going to talk about that too. Certain smells will calm you down. And it's, it's, it's clinically proven. This is not, I'm not make, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV, but I know for myself, certain smells calm you. For me, the eucalyptus mint stress release spray, but Nikai, one of my sisters, Nikai is a essential oil sales lady. And I'm telling you, Nick, Nikki, Nikki, I'm gonna get it right, Patricia. I'm so glad you weren't here. Nikki, our sister Nikki 
sells these oils and I have a box, like the introductory box, and you put it on your temples, whether it's the peppermint kind or whatever, and you can start to calm down. Prayer always works for me too, because it, it takes my mind off of the problem. You're your own customer. You buy more than you sell. <laughs> Do you sell the essential oils too, Sinead? Tell me what you tell me in the comments what you sell. You know, I love supporting people now. I'm all for that. But lavender, peppermint, eucalyptus, I love a good candle. Listen, when you're coping with stress the right way, you have got to find whatever it takes. There's a certain song that I play by Ricky Dillard. It's called He Won't Fail. No matter what's happening in my life, I play that song. It takes me to a place of worship and praise. It's out of this world. Know your body and know your mind. Know what smells work. Know what scriptures work. Know what songs work. Know what people work for you. Who can you call when you're going through and who you should not ever, ever, never call when you're stressed out? Because there are some people in your life that take every ounce of energy out of you. You can call them on the phone and say, I'm stressed, and they'll turn the story around. It'll be about them. Oh, thank you. Sunette sells Avon and Total Life Changes. Sunette, put your link in the comments. Put your link in the comments, sis. Hey, Simone. Good evening. I'm on here impromptu. Patricia, there are certain people that you have to avoid during certain seasons in your life because everybody can't handle or everybody isn't good for you when you overwhelm if they more overwhelmed than you i'm not sure you should talk to them because you may get deeper in the abyss and god will the holy spirit will guide you i believe and send people to you that are assigned to you to help bring you from the edge and when i say the edge that's a literal and a figurative statement. Am I okay, sis? I'm going to leave that question up here. I will be. I believe God for better. In this moment and in the moment that I posted that, I wasn't okay. And I'm no longer ashamed and afraid to say publicly, as a Christian, Holy Ghost field, running for my life person, I wasn't okay in that moment. And I'm no less saved. I'm no less sanctified. I'm no less Holy Ghost filled because I spoke my truth. I come against that Gargamel religious spirit that tells people not to speak their truth. Whoa, you got some candles in that? Worth almost $1,000. Woo, that, you love candles, girl. I love candles. Ooh, I do. There's an aroma that facilitates peace from candles, from bath and body items. Simone, you know I'll get me a good shower in Juniper Breeze in a minute. But I'm no less saved because I struggle with mental health issues. I'm no less sanctified. We are going to start speaking the truth to power, okay? I'm tired of us isolating, being afraid to speak our truth because somebody going to say, you must have sinned. That's why you're not feeling good. You must ain't been praying. You must ain't been laying prostrate before the Lord. You done done something. That's not always the case. 
Stop making us feel guilty about how we feel. I'm tired of that. I was not okay when I posted that post. I said what I said. Okay? And you may think I overshare. That's fine. But sharing for me, confession has started to get me towards my healing. Okay? And whatever it takes, I'm all in. My healing journey is not your healing journey. My walk with the Lord is not yours. My mental health journey is not your mental health journey. We are out here functionally dysfunctional, losing our minds, losing our edges, losing the cartilage in our jaw from teeth grinding, me, losing our patience, losing relationships, losing connections because we just popping off. Because we are overwhelmed down from the Ruta and the Tuta. Thank you, Sister Gray. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. It has taken me a while to get to a place where I am comfortable in my own skin. I'm comfortable on my own journey. I don't care what anybody else thinks. That's right. It's my Facebook, not yours. So I don't care what you think about anything I post. I feel the same way. Now, if I go too far, I know those who love me will, will tap me up. Girl, you didn't went too far. But as far as saying I'm not okay, it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen of this entire galaxy, it's okay that you're not okay. The thing is, for a person who loves you, they're not going to want you to settle in the place of not okay and put your purse down, take your hair up, Take your shoes off. I don't want to get comfortable in the not okay. But I do have to say where I am. Okay? Think about a map. And you're on a journey. How, how do I know where I'm going if I don't know where I am? How do you know where you're going if you can't even say where you are? How do I lead you to me if I can't tell you where I am? You call emergency road service and say, I'm stranded. Where are you? I don't know. Uh, Ma'am, sir, we can't send a truck to, I don't know, Mississippi. Where are you? What's a, what's a landmark? What's, what's around you that you can tell me where you are so we can send help? Where am I? I'm in a, I don't know where I'm at and I'm, I'm not feeling good and I'm not okay. Dot com. Thank you for posting your link. We're going to have to get you some support, sister, because I, I need some candles and some smell good stuff. Support our own. Let's start supporting our own, y'all. So when you say I'm not okay, that's telling somebody where you are right now. Now, I don't plan on staying here long, but I'm not okay. I'm feeling better now, though. I will say that. I, I, I wanted to come on and kind of talk myself through this with y'all. Um, because at the moment, I I was holding back an anxiety attack, trying to help someone I love that was having an anxiety attack. So I, I just, um, I felt myself holding my own back. And when I posted that, I'm like, Lord, I don't like how I feel right now. Um, I don't feel centered. I don't feel like LHG. I don't know how I feel. Simone says she has people who have called her family, and then her family will call her to say, take that post down. 
like I'm not an adult. Let's talk about that, Simone. I've been there. Now, there are there is Facebook etiquette. Like if you have a job, I don't post, I don't post this is going on in my job today because employers do look at Facebook. But if it's about my personal life or how I'm doing, I do share. Now, people tell me, well, you know, you are a jury sales lady and they want you to be happy. Well, guess what? My name is LHG. I am a jewelry lady, but I do have bad days. I'm glad you enjoy the chats and I'm glad they help you. That's why we're here. I need y'all to subscribe to Trailblazers Radio and, and get your notifications because we're going to have more of these chats, okay? Because God, God gives you different outlets. Confession is the kickoff for healing to me. And when we're able to talk about topics that may be uncomfortable to others so we can start to heal, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here for it. I'm here for it all. Yes, Simone, every day is not going to be a happy day. We are grateful for every day of life. We are grateful that God puts us on the wake-up list every day. Thank you, Jesus. But in a human experience, it would be unrealistic to think every second of every waking moment is going to be peaches and cream, applesauce and sprinkles. However, when you determine that you are in a rut or a place of overwhelmness, if that's the word, of anxiety or of depression, the key is what are you going to do about it? I no longer want to wallow in it. Right, Simone? The reality is it's not that way. My decision is I refuse to stay here. That's why I said I'm going live. I'm going to talk this thing through. I'm going to get my joy back. I'm going to kick it with my people. And we're going to work this thing through. Whatever it takes. I'm wearing red because red represents coping with stress on a wellness Wednesday. How are y'all coping with stress? I do critical conversations to cope with stress. I talk about wellness to cope with stress. I'm telling you. This is my happy place. I love you too, Simone. Thank you for my hugs. This is what you all are giving me life today. And I thank you, sisters. And for anybody who's watching, comment. How do you cope with stress? We got to find positive coping mechanisms to get through those bad moments. Sometimes it's okay to sit with the sadness for a bit so you know truly what's wrong. I do that, then I ask God. Patricia, we should allow ourselves to sit there, okay? When you go to the doctor and he or she asks you, what's going on? What are your symptoms? He or she wants to help you find a solution, so when you're sitting in that thing, when you're in that moment of feeling overwhelmed and you're asking God, Lord, help me to understand what's happening to me. You're tired. You're tired. It could be you are not resting well. It could be say no to some people. It could be tell some people leave you alone. I get that. 
Patricia, the last couple of years of, were like that. I get it. I'm the same way. 2022 was a monumental year in terms of my diagnosis and my steps towards healing. God does talk. Ooh, if you pray the right way and you pour your heart out to God and you sit there for a minute in the in the stillness of it, he can speak back to you and you can ask him, God, what is it that got me here? What am I doing? Where, where am I going wrong? Or are you looking to talk to me in this moment? Are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to speak to me? Come on. Being in a wheelchair is sad, but I have fun with my neighbors and their grants. Good for you, sister. You are coping. A wheelchair shouldn't stop your fun. Connect with your neighbors, community. I want us to get back to block club parties. Come on here. Is anybody having a block club party anymore? Simone, you learning how to, good. We gonna learn together, Simone. We gonna learn together. I love that sister day. Being in a wheelchair, I, I'm sure that has its moments of sadness. But if you can still connect with people, call people, go outside, enjoy the sun, do whatever it takes to cope. If the joy of the Lord is going to be our strength, we got to find ways to bring joy to our lives. We got to do that for ourselves. And sometimes that may mean, yes, Simone can do it. Tell her, Patricia, encourage us, our sister today. Simone, you can do it. You will do it. In the name of Jesus, you will do it. Come on here. Your aides bring their kids. Good deal. Children bring joy too, sister day. Children bring joy. Good children, not the bad ones. Girl, we can talk about that. Children tend to bring a sense of joy as well. Learning how to pray properly and then sit. Simone, this prayer is a dialogue. It is a two-way street. Yes, we are pouring our heart out to God, petitioning him boldly. But there's a moment when you got to sit still and say, God, I need some answers. I need some answers, Lord. I need to understand What's happening in my mind? I come against the ruminating thoughts of suicide in Jesus name. I come against the thought that I'm not worthy of love. I come against that spirit that has me in this negative headspace. Come on here. Okay. You've been using the wheelchair, sis. I'm going to be praying for you as well. Yes. Talk to him all day. When the Bible says pray without ceasing, I think sometimes we think that's unrealistic. You may not be able to get on your knees all day long, but even in the car, on the bus ride to work, while you listen to worship music, pray to him. Talk to him. It's a conversation between you and your heavenly father. And last I checked, he wants to hear from you. Huh? He loves when his children petition him. Father, are you there? Can you hear me? I need you. Help. It ain't got to sound all prolific like you're doing a prayer for the inaugural presidential debate. No. God, I need you. I'm not okay, Jesus. I'm not okay today, Savior. 
Can you help me? Speak to my heart, Lord. Give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, I don't even know what to do. Come on here. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Jesus. That rock is Jesus. We're going to have days. Yes, I'm on. Father, can you hear me? Come on. Help. The word help can be a prayer. Come on. And even when you can't muster up the words, my sister and my brother, Apostle Lawrence and Pastor Inga Wallace wrote a song called Liquid Prayer. That's when you can't even word it and you're just crying. Every tear is a prayer. God is just a prayer away. So what am I doing when I'm not okay? I'm talking to you. I'm in prayer. I got my music. I got my water. I sips my water when I ain't feeling okay. I'm talking loud because I, I'm passionate about this. The word of God is helping you. Come on. God, I have no idea what to do. Can you help me? Picture when you lost in a mall and you find somebody who works there. Excuse me. Do you work here? Sure I do. Can you help me find this store? That's no different from talking to God. Excuse me, Lord. Um, can you help me? I don't know where I'm going. I'm lost. Yes, he can speak to you. Yes, he will direct you. Yes, he will guide you if you let him. Thank you, Simone. Red means I'm coping with stress on the wellness wheel. Coping with stress. This platform has helped me cope with so much. The guests that I bring on have helped me cope. Elder Sandra Cobb, the forgiveness coach, the author of the bestseller, Free to Forgive. She's helped me. My sister, LaBrenda Armstead, the author of Overcoming Betrayal. Get that book as well. She's helped me. You all have helped me. Father, can you help me? I need help today. I need help right now. Like now, Lord, I need to feel your presence. I have not been feeling myself for a minute. I need you to take me to a place where I'm strong in my mental state. Okay? Yes, when you're in an unfamiliar place, don't you ask for help? When you get lost on the road, instead of you still going further, getting more lost and more lost, you pull over and say, excuse me, which way is so-and-so? Do the same with God. Excuse me, Lord. I thought I was good, but I seem to have lost my sense of direction. I seem to have lost my hope. I seem to have lost my strength, uh, draw my peace. Lord, I need you. He will help us. Sometimes he's waiting for us to ask. He already know what's going on before we even know. We're catching up to him. But sometimes he just wants to see us realize that he is our father. And his love is so strong, he wants us to come to him. Please, whatever you don't, whatever you do, don't use a GPS. Girl, sometimes that GPS get me so twisted, Simone. I'll be like, forget it. I'm just going to ask somebody. He wants us to come to him. Come on, Patricia Gray. 
Many times we have not because we ask not. Yes, you can ask God to help pay the light bill. Yes, you can ask God for a new house. That's cute. But sometimes it's as simple as asking God to lead me and guide me along life's journey. Lord, I want to make sure I'm going the right direction. I'm gravitating toward the right people. I'm spending my money right. I'm going to the right jobs. I'm doing the right thing. I'm saying the right thing. Come on. And when you talk about saying no, you can't save everybody. Yes, Simone. Sometimes the GPS system takes you the long way or the wrong way. You're right. Saying no, asking God, what assignments are for me and which ones are not? Let no be a word that helps you protect your peace. Yes. Yes, Simone. That's right. That's that GPS can have you in circles sometimes. You're right. Yes, <laughs> GPS be lying. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. But you gotta be in the place. Hi, Latanya Scott. I love you. My paparazzi boss and my sister is on here. You've got to ask him just because an assignment pops up on the screen of your eyes. <laughs> is this for me? Or am I to pass this assignment up? I don't want to be caught doing nothing that's going to drain me. And it wasn't even mine to do in the first place. I want everything I do to be so intentional and God-led and spirit-led. Everything I do, I don't have any time or mental capacity to waste on assignments that are not mine. I can't do it. I just can't do it. Yeah, I struggle with that too, sister. I do. I do. And sometimes saying no can be difficult. Yes, it can be. But sometimes it's so necessary. If you're a natural born helper and you have a servant's heart and you just want to see people learn, grow and develop, sometimes you, you, you gravitate to all of the assignments because you feel you need to be in, involved in helping them. We don't, we, we can't, we cannot waste brain cells any longer, Latanya. We don't have, some of us don't have the capacity right now for extra stuff. We are dealing with our own and I need God to help me with me right now. So it's okay to put this line up and say, we are closed. It's okay. It's okay. Because when I'm open to help, I'll turn it around and say open. But right now we are closed. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta work on me. Can you relate to that, Patricia? Because sometimes saying hard, saying no can be so hard because you are a natural helper. You are, you have a servant's heart. But the wisdom of God says, "Dear servant, know when to hold them and know when to fold them." Yes, the therapist has to teach you how to take care of you sometimes. Therapy in Jesus' biggie size is a real thing. Boundaries. Set them up. Set them up, Latanya. And you got a lot on your plate. Being in business, being in ministry, doing the things you're called to do, taking care of you all at once. Sometimes if you don't put a boundary, you will topple over the edge if you're not careful. Simone, yes, we have our own stuff we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Patricia, we cannot 
do so much to save others that it kills who we are. It doesn't work. It never has. And we get them straight and they done moved on praising the Lord and they victory. And now we on a sick and shut in list for helping them. We on a sick and shut in list for helping them, y'all. No more. No more. No more. I come against that. We got to be smart. We got to be smart. The self-care, self-awareness, self-love includes the boundaries. It includes saying no. And when God releases you to say yes, that's fine. But sometimes God is saying no is a good thing for you today. Yes. When Come on. When helping you is killing me. Jesus. Come on here. Shawan, a, per, a sabbatical? Come on. You better take one. Even though we, some of us are on jobs that are very stressful. Some of us have positions where there's a lot of responsibility. We have to stop normalizing, putting ourselves in the danger zone where our health is being compromised. That is not the abundant life that God has called us to. We're operating against abundant life. We're operating in the danger zone of death. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? We are not operating in the abundant life. We have been operating and teetering on the edge of death and destruction. Our mental capacity hasn't been designed to help everyone. That is God's job. Latanya Scott. Simone, Shawan, all of us, we can't do God's job. His job description, we can't, we don't even have the, the capacity to do one thing that he does. We are human. And people do get mad, Patricia. They do. And I don't say it nasty when I say no. I say it in love. Say no in love. Now, if they don't receive it in love, that's on them. They going to be all right. They gonna be all right, all right. <laughs> yes, we cannot operate in the job description of God. Okay, we can't. Stop trying. I love helping people too, Sinet, and I I have learned to love me as well. I respect others. I I I can I can pray for you, but if I don't have the capacity to help you. I would be doing a disservice to even get involved. I will pray your strength in the Lord that your days may be long upon the earth. Okay? So you can get mad if you want, but sometimes saying no is a blessing to me. Learning how to prioritize assignments, learning how to factor in myself. Ooh. I was quite literally publicly dying for the last two years. Woo! And crickets from my so-called friends. Wow, Patricia. So you know what? I'm going to follow God. I'm not following the people say people need anymore. I feel you. And I remember some of those posts. And I'm like talking about praying for a sister. I'm like, Lord, I need you to help Patricia because she's going through something really serious. You had a traumatic experience in these last couple of years. The ones you shared. I'm sure there was ones you didn't share, Patricia. I'm sure there were some you did not share. Okay? But helping others cannot kill us. We cannot allow that. That is not 
the abundant life that God has called us to. I will always be here, Patricia. You know, I love you dearly. If you ever need me, we go back to, to middle school. So when you are in your prayer time and you consult the Holy Spirit, Lord, as I go into this day, command your day, by the way, and ask him before your day really unfolds what you would he would have you do and to give you trigger not triggers, but cues on which way you should go. Because there's going to be some stuff coming towards you and some people coming towards you, coming at you. And you need to discern in the Holy Spirit which assignments are mine and which are not. Maybe you don't have any capacity for any assignments that day on this Wellness Wednesday. Maybe all you can do is bare minimum good morning, good afternoon, and good night that day. That's okay. I don't have it today. The phone can ring. I love you, Simone. <laughs> I know. And I thank God for you dearly. Yes, guide our steps. Okay, Lord. Today is Wednesday, May 31st. I need to know, because you already know what this day is going to bring, but can you make sure you show me clearly which path to take, which cause to take, and which ones that's going to have to go to voicemail? I'm so sorry. I got to take care of me. Which to say yes to and no to. And he will. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Ask him. Prayer. Speak, ask, listen. Ask and then let him answer. We get up so quick and the answers could be coming and we end it too soon. Pray so you can tell him what you need, but stick around for the answer. Does he always speak right then? No. But sometimes he does and he can use other people coming on through here on Critical Conversations tonight, he can use other people to give you a word, to give you a nudge. I didn't plan on coming on today. I've never done a pop-up podcast. All my podcasts have been planned. But when I post that, I wasn't okay. <laughs> and thank you to people who called me about it. <laughs> Speak, ask, listen. I like that. S-A-L. I'm speaking to the Lord. I, I'm asking. First of all, when you speak to him, you thank him for what you do have. Don't go into this thing like, God, I need, I need, I need. We're going to get to the needs. But when I'm speaking to him, I'm saying, God, you're worthy. God, I love you. God, I give you glory. God, thank you. I'm so grateful that you're my father. I'm so grateful I can call you my father. And for those of us who don't have a father, that's even better. I can really call you my dad. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful to be able to call you that. But I have my, my biological dad is living. My other dad is gone. But God, our heavenly father, that's a whole nother level of a father's love. For those of you who don't have your father's living, don't fear. God is all that he'll fill those voids for you. Speak to him. Then comes the asking, Lord, now I'm coming before you because I need healing. I need directions. I need guidance. You are my concierge, my information desk. I need some information. How do I cope with this? And then I'm saying, be quiet, LHG, and listen. Let him speak to you. It can come through a song. It can come through a word of encouragement from a friend. Come on here. 
Okay, Simone has a book suggestion. Just pray by Pastor John Hannah. I love Pastor Hannah. I love him. The anointing on him is heavy. But I'm not going to be on here long. I'm going to wrap up. I just wanted to let you know. Today, I wasn't okay. Today, the strong woman was not so strong. Today, the one who people call for the answers didn't have the answers. Today, I cried. Today, I almost lost it. Today, I almost let go, but I didn't. And I took that moment and I said, Lord, I got to make a decision. In this not being okay, I got to make a decision. Either A, I'm going to wallow in this, or B, I'm going to talk it out, and I'm going to get unstuck. And I chose B. I chose to, to talk it through with y'all and to get unstuck. I even feel better in my spirit right now. I got my water. I've been reading my devotional. This book is called The Power of Re by Coach Deloria Michelle, who's also the pastor or assistant pastor of Unity Charlotte International. If you follow the Car Chronicles with Pastor Overseer Jamila Gooden, she is her right hand. And I posted something about the power of rediscovery. That's a powerful word. Water is, hydration is good for stress, Patricia. Let me tell you, the more I drunk my water and ate something, sometimes we stop eating when we stressed. And that makes your body reject what you're, what you're doing. You got you to gotta feed your body, okay? We weren't made to go without food forever. You can fast here and there. But your water, your, your body needs water, hydration. That's life. You need food, that's life. You need sustenance, substance. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Simone. I'm grateful to God that I'm better too because I just had to get it out. Sometimes you just got to get it out. Yes, I follow the Car Chronicles movement with Pastor Overseer Jamila Gooden. It's, it's a good ministry. And this particular author is the assistant pastor, Coach Deloria Michelle. This book, it's everything. It's a daily devotional. And I got to the part about rediscovery, rediscovering or reimagining your life. Some of us are at a crossroad where how life was before is over. Something happened that pushed you out of life as you knew it. You were thrust out of a comfortable place and you don't know what to do. I'm with you. The power of re. R-E, that, that's good, 31-day devotional by Coach Deloria Michelle. She's a life coach, and all it's about words that begin with R-E, rediscovery, rebuttal, revival, and it is a blessing because now in the rediscovery phase, since life has changed for us, Patricia Gray, since life has changed for us, Latanya Scott, Simone Austin, what are we going to do about it? We're going to rediscover and reimagine a different type of life. All is not lost when you shift and pivot and change. Many of us have experienced loss, grief, divorces, um, friendships, businesses, jobs. 
So when you experience loss, there's a grieving process, a natural grieving process that you have to go through. And nobody can tell you how to go through it. No, they can't. The devil is a lie and a deceiver too. Nobody can dictate your grieving process. No, 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 no. When I lost the relationship with myself and my mom, you talk about grieving. That woman gave birth to me. Do you hear me? I am flesh of her flesh. Her blood flows in my veins. She pushed me out into the earth. And when that relationship was shattered because of distrust and betrayal, I went into depression deeply. And I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I suffered from depression and anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. And I ain't no less saved. I have been to therapists to get help. I have spiritual help. I got a good pastor. I got a good family that has rallied around me in this process. But when that bond was broken, the mother and daughter bond and relationship is a make or break. If it's good, it can make a great life. If it's not, it can break you down if you are not careful. You have, Simone, I'll be praying for you as well. Many of us have dealt with depression, Simone. Think it not strange that even though we are believers in Christ, we are still in a human experience and we still suffer from grief that can catapult you into depression if we don't get help. God is our help. He is our hope. He is the answer. He also has given us physicians, therapists, psychiatrists, medications if necessary to help facilitate that, that help, okay? It all comes together to help us. No, I don't. I do not plan on being on medication forever. But while it's helping me, I am getting healed in other ways while I'm taking it. That mother and daughter bond is so important. That is the one person I felt was supposed to protect me above everybody else on the planet. I came from her. But she didn't know how to protect me because maybe she wasn't protected. I don't know. I would love to get to know her. Isn't that, isn't that something? I am 48 years old and I do not know my mother well. I know the person she presented to me, but I don't know the intricacies of how she got to where she is. I want to know her so bad. Woo, Patricia, I know. That was a doozy, girl. Woo. I pray for you all the time. That's a heavy loss. So my prayer is that my mom doesn't leave here. I don't leave here with unresolved issues. So I'm working on my forgiveness. I'm working on um, reconciliation. And I'm asking God to guide me through that process. And my, I'm a mom. So I want my daughter and I to have a bond that cannot be broken. That in relationship is so critical. But what about people whose moms are drug addicts and give them up? Whose moms uh, have been abusive? Whose moms... Don't feel love and don't give nurture. Thank you for praying for me, Patricia. I need it. I need it, girl.
I need it. Yes, Simone. I know when your grandparents left, I know that was devastating. My grandmother was a mother to me. Losing her devastated me, Simone. I didn't think I was going to recover from that. I did not think I was going to make it from that. I asked her, please don't leave here. We need to be raptured up together. I called her Mima. Mima, please promise me you will not die. We need to be raptured up together. But I can't control death. I can't. People are born and people die. A part of life, the end of life is death. But there's grief involved in that. But today, I wasn't okay. But now, at 8.31 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I celebrate better. Woo, Jesus, I thank you. Whew. Rediscover, reimagine a better life, a better you, a strong you. A comfortable you, comfortable in your own skin, I mean, not complacent. Rediscover your hopes, your dreams, your passion. Rediscover life after grief, life after disappointment, life after turmoil. There is life after not being okay. Yes, thank you, Patricia. I thank God for peace. I plan to rest well. We say rest in peace when people die, but can't you rest in peace while you're alive? Why does peaceful rest have to be death? The abundant life that my God wants us to have is to be able to rest peacefully while I yet live. I don't have to wait till death to be peaceful in my rest. Come on. I plan to rest well tonight, knowing that everything is going to be all right. I don't know how God's going to work everything out. I don't know when. But one thing my faith tells me, that he will. In my knower, I know he will never leave me nor forsake me. In my knower, I know he's got a plan for my life. Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you. Plans for you to have hope and a future. Plans for you to prosper in every area of your life. Paraphrasing. God has a plan. He doesn't have to give you the itinerary of said plan. But please trust that God has a plan. Even in what you're dealing with right now. Talking to you. But you don't know. I don't know what you may face. I don't know what you may be dealing with in your mind. But I pray for your mental stability in Jesus' name. I pray for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Be in your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. That I do know. That whatever it is you're struggling with. That God is going to handle it suddenly. Thank you all for being with me tonight. Take a deep breath. A deep breath. Google box breathing. That's a good coping mechanism. Google mindfulness. 
mindfulness is not a spooky term. It's really just being mindful of what's around you, taking your mind off the problem and focusing on, well, Lord, there's a problem, but Lord, you are the problem solver. Lord, I am mindful that I am alive. Lord, I am mindful that in my finite abilities, you can step in and do what I can't. Thank you, Patricia. I needed this. I went and sat by the water for a minute. And I'm like, I need to talk this through with somebody. So I picked all of y'all. <laughs> Can you do me a favor and share this video and tag a few people who might need to be encouraged today? We are going to rediscover who we are. We've been helping everybody else become better, neglecting us. There is an element of greatness that God gave all of us. Are you ready to now cultivate your seed of greatness? You've been helping to nurture and cultivate everybody else's kids, grandkids, sisters and brothers. Are you ready to rediscover you and every layer and different facet of what God made you to be? Are you ready to walk in the fullness of who God is and the fullness of who God made you? Are you ready to operate in everything he's called you to do? Are you ready for the abundant life he has spoken about in his word? Nothing lacking, nothing broken. Are you ready for that? Then you're going to have to prioritize you. Learn to say no when God says say no. Say yes. When God says, say yes, I need you to do me a favor and go to YouTube and subscribe to Trailblazers Radio. Subscribe to Critical Conversations with LHG on YouTube. Our Facebook pages, we need, we need some followers. I want to get our network some growth and more viewership. If you have a business, a ministry, and you want to be a sponsor and have your advertisements Featured on any of our shows, you can email us at trailblazers with a Z radio at gmail.com. Tune in with me Friday for a special Friday night edition of Critical Conversations about women in business. My special guest, Kayo Shonda, is coming on to talk about her, her brunch after dark for Juneteenth. I feel my help coming tonight. God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you for better. Can you celebrate better tonight? Maybe I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I was a few hours ago. Can you celebrate better with me? Can you? Thank you. God gives us better in little chunks. And we have to learn how to digest better. Little bits of better. Get us through those moments when you're not okay. Small palatable bites of better bring our healing. I'm going to pray we're going to get out of here. Father, I thank and praise you right now. Because you're an amazing God. Because you are our Father. Abba Father. You are a sweet Savior. You are so merciful and kind and just. 
We give you all glory, all praise. I thank you for the people who have come through this podcast and those who will watch the replay. I pray a special blessing of healing and mental peace over every single soul that watches this podcast. A sense of peace that shall pass and surpass all human comprehension in the name of Jesus Christ. Every need is being met right now. The doors are opening for opportunities for us, whether it's housing or transportation or relationships or business or physical healing, mental healing. God, the doors are opening wide for us and we're running through. Thank you for never leaving us. Thank you for not forsaking us. Thank you for giving us peace of mind. Thank you for giving us joy. Thank you for giving us peace. God, you are an amazing God. And the rest of this evening shall be full of peace and joy. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I love you all. I'll see you Friday. Thank you for walking this out with me. Because I feel better. I'll see you next time on Critical Conversations with LHG. Good night.